0: Man, it's gonna be a great year. Come on, somebody say it's gonna be a great year. Can you turn to your neighbor and say I haven't seen you since last year? And that's it. Enough of that, enough of that nonsense. No more of those jokes. But I really, I really do believe it's going to be a really, really good year. I want to say thank you to the Brasney family. Connor, what a great My Story, man. That's all that God has done in your life. Sean, you guys are, are really just some of the best examples. Man, Oceans College has good promoters because of how people's lives have been changed. Now, part of what I do, my wife and I, my wife Mel and I, uh, we do a couple things around here. But one of the main things that we do is we help run our Oceans College. Now, our new semester starts in 48 hours. So if you're thinking about it, we don't got time to beat around the bush. You come talk to me after service, all right? We'll, we'll iron out some details. But uh, uh, one of the greatest things to see is the life change in people who join the college and give God uh, uh, seven, nine months, two years and say, God, whatever you want to do, I'm all... In. I'm all in. And if he's speaking to you, I know we're going to have over a hundred students uh, starting on Tuesday. If he's speaking to you, if you have questions about it, please come talk to me after service. If you're online, you're watching on your phone, you're listening somewhere and you have some questions about it, just hit us up. We'll get back to you ASAP. Amen. 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 Well, uh, 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 four and a half years ago, my wife and I moved down here from Idaho to be a part of Ocean's Church. It's been one of the best decisions, probably the best decision that we've ever made outside of Jesus and then marrying each other. I love being here in Orange County. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Come on. And God said the wind and the waves are going to be still. It is sunny outside, no longer raining. Come on. Just, let's just give a quick hand clap that we live in sunny Orange County. Man, seven minutes of rain for us is basically our version of church persecution, but we made it through. We did it. We are so blessed. Amen. 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 Hey, well, I'm going to go ahead and get started today. I believe this, that God is going to speak to us in a real way. That God is going to set us up for a, crea- a, a courageous strategy of boldness going into 2023. That he is going to speak to you. You're going to be able to know his voice and know how to step towards what he's asking you to do. Now, if you're taking notes today, which I hope you are, man, I love Pastor Mark. He says this every single week. Paper does not forget. There's something so powerful and so special about taking notes. Write down a verse that God speaks to you. Write down a one-liner that he's downloading to you. Write down a thought or an idea so that you can go back and reflect on all the things that God is speaking to you. But we're going to be in Matthew chapter 14. You can write it down. And at the top of your page, I want you to write this title. You guys ready? The title for today is Time to Step Out. I believe that 2023 is time for us to step out and step into something new, step into what Jesus has in store for us. Amen? We're going to talk about a story in Matthew 14. It's an incredible miracle. It's about Jesus walking on water through a storm to his disciples and the conversation that they have with each other. Now, right before this, there's a crazy miracle that takes place where Jesus feeds 5,000 people. You guys remember the story. He has the five loaves, the two fish. He takes the food. It says he lifts it to the Father. He breaks it. He blesses it. And he distributes it to thousands of people. So the disciples have just witnessed an incredible miracle. Yeah. And after this, Jesus goes off to pray. He sends his disciples ahead of him. He says, go ahead and jump in the boat. Why don't you guys go across the lake? I'll meet you there. They say, Jesus, how, how are you going to meet us there? How, if, if you're not in the boat with us, he said, don't worry about it. I'll find a way to get over there. Come on, he was wearing the new uh, water walker ones. He's like, I'll get, I'll get there across the lake. We'll be all right. And so we pick up this story here in Matthew 14, verse 22. Let's start here. It says, immediately. Come on, somebody say immediately. immediately. I love that Jesus works in the immediately. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat to go on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself, To pray. Now, later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land. Buffeted by the waves because of the wind that was against it, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. This is wild. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. You would be too. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately, come on, say it again, immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat. Come on. He stepped out and he walked on the water and came towards Jesus. Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid again and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Come on, watch what happens. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. How many of you are grateful that when we were broken, that when we were living in the mud, that when we began to sink, that Jesus was faithful to reach out his hand and pull us up out of the water? You have a little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they had climbed into the boat, The wind died down, and those who were in the boat worshiped him. Come on, yeah, no kidding. Saying, you truly are the Son of God. You truly are the Son of God. Come on, close your eyes, bow your heads real quick. Let's pray together. God, I thank you so much that you are going to speak to us today. God, I pray that you are going to give us great faith for this next year. God, I pray you give us faith to see the impossible. God, I pray you give us faith to believe for fulfilled promises. God, I pray you give us faith to go and do and be all that you're asking us to be. We love you, Jesus. We give you this time. Come on, everybody said amen, amen. Come on, how many of you love New Year's? I love New Year's. I'm a goals guy. I love writing things down. I love checking things off. Uh, uh, my, My wife tells me that my Enneagram number is the number three. Uh, what's the number three? It's the number that doesn't like enneagrams. Yes. But I'm I'm an achiever. I'm a goals guy. I like I like writing goals for myself. You know, you start off with like the small goals. Like, oh, I'm gonna write this first goal is gonna be an easy goal, so I get a little. Little morale boost, right? Like, oh, we checked it off. Like, got out of bed today. Check done. Put my socks on. Check done. And then change the world. I'm like, okay, we'll get there, right? So you start. You start off small. But I love writing goals. I love. I love uh, new weeks. I love new months. I love new years. There's something so special about it. And we all have goals resolutions. Uh, a couple years ago, my wife and I, we started writing out our goals, and we decided that we're going to start calling our, our goals, we call them risks for Jesus. Now, what are the risks that the Faust family wants to take in 2023? Man, maybe some of your goals or resolutions is, man, this is going to be the year that I'm going to work out consistently, so we all bought gym memberships this morning, right? This is going to be the year uh, that maybe I'm going to start saving money, I'm going to eat healthier, Man, I'm convinced that eating healthy and saving money, they they just don't go hand in hand. I'm trying. Last night, my wife, uh, Pastor Mel, she sends me to the grocery store. Not that, it's one of my least favorite things to do. It's like a bottom three is shopping for groceries. But she asked me to go, I said, I'm gonna go. Not because I love groceries, but because I love you. And I know I'll stay on budget if I go. So I go and she asks me to get keto tortillas. So I go to the tortilla section, there's a bunch of tortillas. I'm like, all right, this bag's 19 cents, but it doesn't say the word keto on it. Oh, this one does, and it's $27. I'm gonna cherish that taco. I'm gonna slow eat that taco. I'm like maybe I'll just lose weight cause I'm stopped can't afford to buy food. couple years ago, I bought a, I bought a gym membership in January, which is always a smart thing to do. Uh, and, and, I was, I was going consistently and then I stopped. And, uh, but how many of you have had gym memberships that you're like, I've been paying on this thing for like nine, 10 months. And I start doing the math on how many times I've actually gone versus how much I've paid. I'm like, I pay $318 for every visit to the gym this year. Um, and my personal trainer, he's probably still on vacation because he's got all this free time and all this money I gave him. Right, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna try again this this year. It's different, right? Come on, how many of you you don't love going to the gym? So you gotta trick yourself into working out. This is why I mountain bike. I love mountain biking. A lot of my mountain bike friends are here, uh, because I love getting out on the trails. You know, Jay Gaines, he kicks my butt every time we go out. Uh, uh, but I love just being out there, hanging out with people, and and doing something. So, what are the goals that you have for this year, man? I wanna, I wanna mountain bike more. I wanna, I wanna save more. I wanna, I wanna start that business. I wanna, I wanna start that ministry. Finish that book. Create that that podcast. Whatever God has in store for you. This is why I love the new year. So, yesterday I was thinking about. I'm like, okay, God, what are some things that you want us to leave behind in 2022? And what are a couple of things that you want us to bring with us into the new year? And he gave me four things for you today that we're going to bring with us into the new year. You ready? I really do believe these four things, like tools in your tool belt, are things that you can take with you and apply towards the next 12 months to help accomplish what God wants to do in and through you. Amen. I believe the first thing that God is calling us to in 2023 is to have courage. Yeah. Courage. When the disciples were in the boat and the wind and the waves are going crazy, it said they were scared. It said they were terrified. And Jesus spoke out and said, do not be afraid. He said, have courage. It is I. It is I. Jesus calls us to have courage. Courage will come when we listen to the voice of Jesus. Have the courage to take risks for him in 2023. You know what I love about risks with Jesus is when you're risky without Jesus, it's just foolishness. But when you're risky with Jesus, you can step out of the boat and do something that's abnormal. You could step out of the boat and do something that the other people next to you aren't willing to do. You could step out and accomplish something incredible. Why? Because you're partnered with with Jesus. I love this verse in Deuteronomy 31. It says, "Be strong and Come on, be strong and Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord, your God, goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you." Come on, how many of you are glad that he never leaves us and he never forsakes us? Amen. On um, if you're watching online, help me out. How many of you are glad that he never leaves us or forsakes us? Amen. 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 Hey, the second thing Jesus wants us to do going into 2023 is he is calling us to come close. He's calling us to come close. There could be a storm going on. There could be a chasm that you feel like is between you and him. But when he speaks and you hear his sweet voice and he tells Peter, come out of the boat. Come close. I believe Jesus is asking each and every one of us this year to come close. Can we can we pray prayers like Peter going into this year that say, Lord, if that's really you, I see the circumstances, I see the situations, but Lord, if that's really you, I'm willing to come close. I'm willing to ignore the wind. I'm willing to ignore the waves. I'm willing to ignore the circumstances. I'm willing to ignore what it says on paper. I'm willing to ignore what they told me was possible. Lord, if it's you, ask me and I will come close to you. Come on, how many of you want to come closer to Jesus this year? Man, I want to pray prayers that say, Jesus, all I want is to be close to you. If the only thing that I accomplished this year is getting closer to Jesus, man, I think that's success. I think I have succeeded. I want to step out closer to him. There's so many great examples in the Bible of people that were willing to do whatever it took to get closer to Jesus. I think of the story of the woman with the issue of blood. She was bleeding for 12 years. She had seen physicians and doctors and done everything that that was possible with the money and fortune that she had. But when she heard that Jesus was in town, she said, I just got to get close to him. I'll do whatever it takes. It says that she left her house, an unclean woman. She left her house and began to push through the crowd, not worrying about what the people on her right or her left were going to say about her. Because she knew if I could just get close to him. If I could just touch the end of his garment, I know I will be healed. And as she gained proximity to Jesus, as she committed to going close to him, she experienced her miracle. I think about the blind beggar who was sitting on the side of the road. He, He had to rely on the generosity of others. He would just hold his hands out every day and ask for provisions. And people would give to him. And he was blind. He couldn't see. But when he heard that Jesus was in town, he began to lift up his voice when Jesus got close. He heard the crowd, the Bible says. He heard the crowd get close, and he lifts up his voice. He says, Jesus, yeah. son of David, have mercy on me. Yeah. Now, the people around him, they tried to quiet this man. They said, don't bother the teacher. Hey, would somebody shut him up, please? He's a distraction. He's, he's, he's talking out of turn. He's talking out of line. Quiet him down. And it says this. I love this scripture. It says, and he cried out all the more. The blind beggar, he says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he was willing to do whatever it took to get in proximity, to get closer to Jesus. And as Jesus drew close, he experienced a miracle and regained his sight. Come on. All I want this year is to get closer to Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. So not only is God asking us to bring courage into this next year, not only is he asking us to come close, but this third thing he's asking us to do, which I think might be the hardest, he's asking us to commit. I think sometimes it's easier for us to hear God's voice than to actually do what he's asking us to do. It's, it's easy to hear his voice and not easy to walk the walk and step out on the waves and step out in the storm and try to defy physics and walk on water. We have to commit to what God is asking us to do. Now, I think commitment, is, it's hard for people. It's hard for people in my generation. I think it's hard for every generation. Why? Because a lot of times we won't step out of the boat unless we say, hey, Jesus, if you give me a guarantee that I won't sink, I'll step out of this boat. Jesus, you give me a guarantee that you'll come through, I'll give. If you give me a guarantee that I'll do this, I'll serve you. If you give me a guarantee, but all Jesus says is come. Step out of the boat. Come closer to me. And we need to commit to what God is asking us to do. Now, we have to ask ourselves the question, how do we know what God's asking us to do? Well, I think if we commit to setting aside a time and a place we commit to reading our word. We commit to getting in small groups and praying. We commit to staying in great environments like this. When we draw close to him, when we set aside a time and a place, then we begin to hear his still small voice. How was Peter able to commit when Jesus shouted out, hey, come close to me. I was thinking about this yesterday when I was reading the scripture is they thought it was a ghost. They didn't think it was Jesus. And, and Peter says, okay, this is how I'm going to tell if it's Jesus. Hey, uh, uh, guy walking on water, ghost figure spirit, just tell me to step out and I'll do it. And, and this person walking on the water says, step out. Now, what if it wasn't Jesus? Obviously it was, but this is how my brain thinks I'm like, what would Peter have done? Like, okay, well now I got to do it. That was that was his that was his test like okay if you just tell me to do it I'll do it. How did Peter know to step out because Peter knew what the voice of Jesus sounded like? Peter had been around Jesus. Peter had been called by Jesus out of the fishing industry. Peter knew what the voice of Jesus sounded like because he had been in close proximity with him before. So he said, okay, master, if you tell me to, I know what your voice sounds like and I'll know it's really you. And I will step out of this boat and I will walk on the water and I will attempt to do what no one else in history has ever done before. But what if I step out and I sink? Man, I would rather sink walking towards Jesus than be safe in my boat surrounded by people that aren't willing to try anything. I love that Jesus was there faithful to pull him up. We need to spend more time in his presence. You know, when you're doing something difficult, challenging, challenging, Man, I think if anyone that does anything great, whether it's it's having a great marriage or running a great business or or being a great teacher or anything that you can do in life that's great, it doesn't come easy. And when Jesus is asking you to do something great, when he's asking you to do something unique, you got to know that it's from him. Because if you have those times where it gets hard or confusing or stretching, you got to go back to his voice. I tell our college students this all the time. So we have uh, 100 college students that are going to be with us starting on Tuesday. Come on, there could be a couple of people in here. We got room for 102, right? Whatever you want to do. But I tell our students this. I I say this in our very first interview. I say, hey, I'm going to ask you a question. And this question is going to determine if this is a short phone call or a long phone call. I said, does God want you to do this program? Because here's the thing. Your life change, the life change that Connor was talking about in his story, man and, and I think this is important that you hear this from me helping run the college, is the Oceans College is not the answer to life change. Obedience is the answer to life change. And if God is calling you to do it, that's gonna, what's, that is what is going to unlock the life change. So I asked them this question, does God want you to do this program? And if so, how do he speak that to you? Because here's a couple things about Oceans College. It's really fun. Man, you're going to have a great time. You're going to meet a lot of great people. All your very best friends are going to be there. Uh, you're going to grow. You're going to learn. You're going to experience things. You're gonna, we'll teach you how to pray. We'll teach you how to hear God's voice. But one thing it's not is it's not easy. And those weeks that it gets hard, that, that you feel stretched, that you feel the pulling, that you feel like, did I really make the right decision? that's when you got to go back to when you heard the voice of God to say, you're going to do this and you can do this and you're going to get through this. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Man, in, in, uh, in 2018, uh, my wife and I, we, we moved from Idaho to California to help start Ocean Church. And we had a clear word from God. I heard, I heard him. He gave, he gave me a, a, a scripture. He gave me a strategy. I'm like, man, this is like I've never been so sure of something in my life. And so we packed up everything, we put everything in our little Honda and a little uh, uh, trailer hitch U-Haul. And we drove down here with our one-year-old at the time. And uh, uh, we emptied our savings account. We we did whatever we had to do, get second jobs. And we're like, man, this is so exciting. Man, listening to the voice of God, it's exciting to step out. Man, I, I would even say it's easy to step out when I knew it was a clear voice from God. And it was so fun. And we're having a great time. We're, we're, we're just pioneering this thing like, okay, God, let's do this. But what do you do when it's not fun anymore? What do you do when the honeymoon phase of what God has called you to do wears off? I was so fun to start that business, man. It was so fun to, to give towards Angel House, man. We, we We gave that and like, now it's not fun. God, I feel like I'm struggling a little bit. God, you asked us to move to Orange County, but I feel like I'm I'm overworked. I feel like uh, 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 we left all these great things. We left dream jobs. We left a great house. We moved in with a bunch of other people in this little apartment just to try to make it because we heard the voice of God. And when it got hard, I had to go back to his word. When I was questioning, God, did I really hear you? I had to go back to his word when I was missing my family when I was missing my old life when when I wasn't sure if we were going to make it when the notice was on the door saying hey if you miss rent one more time you're out of here I'm like God what are we doing we had to go back to the voice of God and I'm so grateful for examples in my life like pastors Mark and Rochelle who didn't give up when it got hard So grateful for people like my parents who didn't give up when it got hard. So grateful for so many incredible people in this room like the wolves and the cooks who didn't give up when it got hard because you could go back to the voice of God. And here's the thing is we have a daily perspective. My day today is hard, but God has an eternal perspective. 2018 was the hardest year of my life. Working 16 hour days, multiple jobs, watching my daughter grow up on FaceTime because I had to leave in the morning before she got up and I'd get home late at night after she was asleep. And having that perspective to say, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I heard you so clearly. And he said, hey, I have a bigger picture. I have an eternal picture, and little did I know that that was going to be the character-building season, that season of great faith and stretching that we were going to need to help launch us into what God has in store for Ocean's Church and for Orange County. I'm so grateful that I had that word from the Lord to fall back on. So you've got to hear his voice because that is what is going to help you commit. That is what helps you to step out of that boat. That's what's going to help you ignore the waves. That's what's going to help you believe. That's what's going to help you trust. That's what's going to help you not look at the circumstance, but look at the solution. It's what's going to help you not look at the problems, but look at the provider. It's his word in your life. Man, there's some of you here today, you feel like the Bible talks about like a rudderless ship. Like, I don't really know where I'm going. I really do believe this, that today, God has the ability to speak to you and help give you direction. And even at the end of service, when we worship and lift our hands, man, God's voice is going to flow through this place. And you're going to begin to get ideas and strategies and that word from the Lord that's going to help sustain you to the commitment you're making in 2023. Amen? Amen. Amen. We only, see God, we only see in moments, but God sees in the eternal. I love this scripture. It's one of my favorite scriptures. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. it says this, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future come on how many of you are grateful that God doesn't have evil plans in store for you but he actually has plans to prosper you anyone want to prosper this year he actually has plans to give you hope anyone want more hope this year he actually has plans to iron out your future come on how many of you want to leave your future in the hands of the creator when we left Idaho God spoke to me he said you're leaving good because you're going to have a shot at great and I'm willing to leave a good boat with good people to step out and walk into the storms and walk closer to Jesus, knowing that he has my best interest in mind. Amen. Amen. And that's what God has in store for us this year. So we're going to bring courage into the new year. We're going to come close to Jesus into the new year, and we are going to commit to what he has in store for us. Now, the fourth thing that we're going to bring into the new year, this is this is, this is a bonus one, and I just think it's so powerful and it's so important. But I really do believe that in 2023, God's going to bring us into community. Yeah. Community with each other. Yes. Community around the king of kings. Yeah. You know what I love about community is that it will actually feed into the previous three things. Wow. Community will bring you courage yeah. through encouragement. Yeah. The definition of encouragement is the act of giving someone support confidence or hope the act of giving someone support confidence or hope you find support in great community community will cause you to draw closer to Jesus the company you keep should be leading you closer to Jesus not allowing you to live at a low level I want to surround myself with people that challenge me, encourage me, push me forward, not give me an allowance for my dysfunction. Not give me an allowance for when I want to throw a pity party. I want people of faith and encouragement to be surrounding me so that they push me closer to Jesus. Amen? Man, I want friends that if I'm in a crazy storm in a boat, they're actually pushing me out of the boat. He said, hey, he said go, so you better go. Man, no, I heard him too. Go ahead, Joel. Get out there. Walk on that water. We're going to support you, right? I want friends that are pushing me closer to Jesus. Amen? Amen. And good community, it brings accountability that helps us commit to what Jesus is asking us to do. Man, when you hear his voice and you share it with your community, there's an accountability that comes with it. Now, accountability is not there to belittle you or to cramp your style. It's there to push you in the right direction. Like a good sports coach keeping you accountable every single play. It's not because they hate you. It's actually because they want to see you succeed. They want to see you get better every play. They want to see you go further and do and be all that you're supposed to be. Good community brings this accountability that pushes us closer to Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. I remember in uh, 2008 uh, uh, was the year I got my life right with Jesus. I really made a decision to come back to him after being away from him for several for several years, and it was the first time in my life I'd made a decision to have my relationship with Jesus, not just mom and dad's relationship. And in 2008, I was I was connected to a church, but I wasn't planted in community. Uh, I, I was an attender, but I I didn't really have any any close friends. I didn't have people that were encouraging me. I didn't have people that were pushing me closer to Jesus. I didn't have people that were helping me commit to what God was asking me to do, and I remember that summer, I was in a great environment, and I brought my desire to Jesus. I was praying at the end of a service, and I had never prayed a prayer like this before. I didn't know if I could pray a prayer like this. You can, okay? Uh, I prayed a prayer. I said, God, I want, I want some best friends. I want friends that are going in the same direction that I'm going. I want friends that are not going to allow me to live at a low level, but are actually going to call me higher in every area. So God, will you bring me community? God, will you bring me some best friends? And I remember in our church, God brought me three best friends. We would end up doing Bible college together that year. I would move in with them. They were my roommates uh, uh, before I got married. We were all groomsmen in each other's weddings. One of them, uh, you guys know Dan Dunson, who's here at Ocean Church. And now our kids are growing up together. Like, man, God, you're so good. Because you gave me community that's actually not just affecting me, but now it's affecting my daughter. I love what Connor said, and it's my story, man. My yes to Jesus, my, my obedience to Jesus, it's affecting me now and my future family. And I'm so grateful for community that pushes us closer to Jesus. Now, here's the secret, the secret sauce of community. Good community is not just having great friends. You can find friends anywhere. The secret sauce is having great friends in a community that's centered around Jesus. Because what made our friend group so dynamic is we were all building the kingdom together. When we were starting businesses, when we were, when we were leading small groups, we had the kingdom in mind. I don't want just to be a part of another club. I don't need another club. I don't need to just check into another meeting. I want friends that call me higher. I want friends that cause me to dream bigger. I want friends that hold me accountable. I want friends that are going to partner with me in good times and in bad times. This is one of the most beautiful things about the local church. It's a community centered around Jesus where we can come and worship together, where we can have encouraging conversations together. When I'm having a low day, I got 30 people that I could go to and say, hey, can you pray for me? I had a tough week. Can you pray for me? Man, we we got in this crazy argument. Can you pray for me, man? I'm stressed out about this. Can you pray for me? I don't know what decision to make here. Can you pray for me? It's a community centered around Jesus. Now, some of you here, That's a deep desire of yours. You have clubs. You you maybe have friends. You have people you do life with. But you have a deep desire to have a kingdom-minded, God-centered community. And God wanted me to tell you that even this year in 2023, he's going to be faithful to answer that prayer. Watch how he begins to open up doors of connections and relationships as you get involved in small groups. Man, some of you, and this will be the last plug I do for it, but some of you, that could be Oceans College. Come on, I'm being, I'm being serious. I don't, I don't make commission whether you join the college or not. To be frank, my life would be way easier if we had less students. <laughs> but I'm so passionate about this because I've seen the life change. I've seen the commitment. I've seen how people get centered around community where we're all pulling the same weight together, going after God together, praying and believing together. Your mom's sick, we're going to pray for you. You lost your job, we're, let's, let's Venmo this person. You don't have anywhere to live, you can crash on my couch. Watch when you get around a community that has the kingdom in mind. God's going to open that up for you in 2023. I really do believe that. That's a desire in your heart because it changed my life. My life has been forever changed by the local church. My life has been forever changed by the people that I've met at church. My best friends. I met my wife in church. Man, I'm so grateful for a God-centered community. We're bringing that with us into 2023. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen, amen. Man, I want to I I pray for you. If you guys could, we're going to wrap up here. I'm going to pray two things. We'll wrap up. Could you stand with me this morning? Man, I, I sense it. I know it. Man, the presence of Jesus is here. This is going to be a year that God is going to deposit great courage into the room. Yeah. Courage to lead your families. Courage to step out when it looks like a storm. Courage to do the hard things. To do the risky things that you're partnering with Jesus for. Courage to, to, to finally finish that project. Courage to finish The dreams and desires that God has for you. Man, some of you, it's courage to come back into the house of God. Man, God, why, when I listened to you, it seemed like my life actually didn't get easier, it got harder. Well, being partnered with Jesus doesn't guarantee a perfect life, but it does guarantee you that the perfect King will be right there next to you. It does guarantee you that if you begin to sink in the water, Jesus immediately reaches out his hand. And begins to pull them up. All over the tent. If you could just close your eyes for a moment. If you're watching online, this, this is for you as well. You want great courage going into 2023. Courage to do the hard things. Courage to do the things that maybe would terrify those around you, but you know Jesus is asking you to do it. If that's you, go ahead and just lift one hand in the air. I want to pray for you. Come on, many of us. Many of us. Probably almost almost half the tent right now. Come on, with your hands lifted. I just even see it a deposit of courage from heaven right now into your body, a deposit of courage into your spirit, into your mind, To go and do and be all that God is asking you to be. God, I pray right now with our hands lifted that we would be a church and a community that is known for having great courage. God, I pray there would be a new deposit of your courageous spirit over your sons and your daughters. God, we pray for a new boldness. We pray for greater faith and expectation right now in Jesus' name. Come on, if you don't, if you just, not just want courage, but also want great faith, put your second hand in the air. I want great faith. I want faith to know that if I step out, I'm going to walk on this water. But even if I sink, I know I'm being obedient because I'm walking towards Jesus. God, we thank you that this is going to be a season and a year of great faith. Faith to believe for the impossible. Faith to believe for miracles. Faith to believe for healings. Faith to believe for financial breakthrough. Faith to believe for new ideas. Faith to believe for souls. For prodigals. For families. For cousins. Got faith to believe for businesses. Faith to believe for ministries. Faith to believe it. God we are asking, even like Pastor Mark said at the beginning of our our message today, we know this is gonna be a year of great faith. God we are asking for great faith today that you would download and deposit to us in Jesus name, in Jesus name. You guys can go ahead and put your hands down, but keep your eyes closed for a moment. I want to talk to you really quick. This is very important, very special. I do believe God's giving you a deposit of courage that's gonna allow you to come close to Him this year. But there's some people in here, God's asking you to to even commit in a deeper way. Um, I think it's really special, January 1st, and we're actually doing water baptisms today. And uh, on our schedule, our church church schedule, we always do it on the first Sunday of the the month. Uh, And so what a nice Holy Spirit coincidence that it's happening today. I think some of you you're live you're living for Jesus. Some of you in a minute you're going to make a decision to come come to Jesus and come back to Jesus. But this is a year that God is asking you to commit even publicly in a new way. And today's the day that you're going to get water baptized right after our service. I really do believe this too. There's some of our college students that you're going to make a decision, that we're, I'm going to step into something new this year, and I'm making a commitment to get water baptized today. I, I even see it, some of you married couples, like, hey, let's do this together. We need a clean slate, a new, a new proclamation that we are living a God-honoring marriage. Today is the day that you're going to get baptized. Come on, if you're, every, every eyes closed right now, just real quick, if you feel like, I feel like God's stirring on me to get baptized today. Can you just wave at me real quick? Wave at me real quick. That's awesome. Thank you. Come on, wave at me. That's awesome. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm gonna give you some instructions, instructions in a minute, man. Don't miss this. Don't miss this moment. You will never forgive 1123. God has something so special in store for you. The last thing I want to talk about with every with every eye closed you're in this tent today or you're watching online and you have been in a storm you feel like the winds and the waves have just been tossing you around and there's an invitation in front of you to step towards Jesus. You would say I'm not living for him. I don't know what that's like to be partnering with Jesus. I don't know what it's like to feel his hand reach out and pull me up. I don't know what it's like to live a life with him as my king with him leading me and guiding me If that's you today man what a great way what a great what a great day a great Sunday to get right with Jesus many of you you're gonna make a decision like I made in 2008 I grew up in church then walked away from him but really made a decision like hey no this is this is my decision today I really do believe there's some of you in here come on close your eyes thank you Jesus I see it you're 31 years old and God is almost giving you every year, it's like you get a clean slate. And I saw 31 clean slates, but God is saying, hey, today, this is the last one you'll need. This is gonna be the decision that carries you for the rest of your life. And your story is gonna be that on my 31st year, I made a decision for Jesus that as for me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord. It's gonna affect your family, your future family. It's gonna affect your immediate friends and those around you. Man, I see people in here. It's even, even there's some of you, I see a a, a couple, uh, even a married couple, you're in like your early 50s. God is asking you to make a decision today for Jesus and it's gonna affect your kids and your grandkids. It's not just for you, but God is a God of households, and He wants your whole household today. He's here to encourage you and tell you that they'll follow you if you make the first decision. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, if you would say, man, I'm not living for Jesus, but I want to, and today is your day. This is why you are here today. Man, I I want courage to come close to Him today. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Well, I'm, not, I'm not gonna delay any longer. Go ahead and lift your hand on the count of three. This is why you're here. One, two, three. Come on, pop it up, that's me. Thank you, sir, thank you, thank you. That's three, come on, anybody else, thank you. Four, come on, keep your hands lifted. I'm checking the back 10 over here. Thank you, that's amazing. Five, thank you, sir. Six, thank you very much. Man, Ocean Shores, can we give a big hand clap? That's amazing six people anybody else anybody else if you're watching online right now everybody keep keep your keep your eyes closed if you're watching online right now this is so special do you guys know every single week we have people watching on Facebook YouTube and on our website that give their lives to Jesus over our chat and then we have people who are able to connect with them and pray for them so if you're watching online right now and you say that's me I want to make that decision right now in the chat can you write the word heart h e a r t or put the little heart emoji. We want to celebrate with you and come alongside you and welcome you into the community of Jesus. Church, it's, it's these types of decisions, the decision to repent and walk towards Jesus that produces restoration in our lives. So today, we are stepping away from the old We are stepping away from 2022 we are leaving behind the things that god doesn't want us to carry in into the new year and we are stepping into the promise that he has for us so all over the room come on those six people those online man i believe some there's some of you, those six people that raise your hand, there's some of you that are going to get water baptized today, and God is going to just do a full cleanse. And one is going to be a year, a day that marks you forever. The best decision you'll ever make. Come on, all over, can we pray this prayer together? Say, Jesus, I'm ready to step out. I repent of my old ways, and I want to put my full trust in you. Come into my life and change me from the inside out. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen, amen, amen. amen. Come on, one more time, can we give a huge hand clap for Jesus and all He's doing. Very, very last thing. Man, if if you were one of the four people that raised your hand, that you said, I wanna get baptized today, Maybe, maybe uh, you were that married couple that, that God was speaking to me about, or you just made a decision for Jesus. Man, we want to partner with you. We are all going to come around this baptism tank with you. A couple things. It's heated. Praise God. It's warm. The water's bubbling a little bit. And uh, if you would say, I don't have a change of clothes, don't worry, we have a change of clothes for you. We have a a towel available for you. I want to direct your attention real quick before you leave right over here to the Heishmans, Bruce and Tammy. Can you wave at us real quick, Bruce and Tammy? Wave at us, wave at us. You guys are dismissed right now to connect with them. They will get you a change of clothes. We will get you a towel. And in about, in about 15 minutes, we're going to baptize some people, so don't leave. I'm going to meet you over at the tank. I want to pray for you, and come on, really just celebrate and welcome you into this new year. Amen? Alright, one more time, church. Can you give it up for Jesus today?